Hello, hello. My name is Kim Addis. I'm the president and founder of Frame of Mind Coaching and the co-founder of the Journal That Talks Back. Today is the Frame of Mind Coaching podcast featuring my beautiful, lovely, incredible daughter, Fernie. Welcome. Wow, what an intro. Thank you. I know, right? (laughs) So sweet. So what's up? What's happening? What's on your mind today? So today I wanted to talk about something that happened to me recently. Okay. Um, I have been playing tennis for the summer. I just started this summer. I'm not very good, but I did just start and I've been playing all summer and we keep going to the courts like several times a week. Um, my, my boyfriend and I, and we'll play and it's fine. But then I look around me and everyone's so much better than me. Um, we'll start playing a game and and he'll consistently beat me. And I just feel so incompetent. Like I feel like I'm so bad and that I haven't been improving. And it really gets to me and it really saps my energy. And I get into this kind of cycle where I feel like I suck. And then I feel bad because I'm letting my thoughts affect me. And then it just gets worse from there. And it's really, you know, it's kind of embarrassing to talk about because I don't, you know, it's it's obviously a weakness. I don't want to talk about how um, not only that I suck, but that I don't take it well. So how do I overcome this? Well, let me ask you a question. How do you know you suck and how do you know you're not improving? Well, I feel like I suck because I'm always losing. I mean, when okay. we play a game, I lose consistently. Okay. I miss a lot of the balls. I hit do too you, hard or too far. Or most. Not most, but some of them. A lot of them, yeah. Do you miss most of the balls? A lot of them. Okay, but like, do you get some of them? Sure. I don't know that I get them well. Okay, but how many balls do you get? I I don't know. Like 10%? Probably more than 10. Maybe 60%. 60%. Uh, How many balls did you get when you started? I don't know. You have no idea. You don't remember. I don't know that I was. Yeah, I don't know that like I got that. I get that many more of them now. But you don't know. So. What's what's the point? Like, what's the point? What are you? What are you trying to get across here? (laughs) What am I trying to get across? I, I feel that a lot of times we don't use the right measurements to determine whether or not we are actually improving. And what are the right measurements? Well, what we do is we look around, we see how other people are performing, and then we decide we're not doing very well. So I do it too, or I used to do it. Every time I left an airport or every time I was in an airport, everybody walks faster than me. Everybody, even like the the 95-year-old women. Why is it only in an airport? I don't know, because that's where you're walking by people and they're like walking fast, right? And I can never walk fast in an airport. I don't know why, but it's the airport problem. And I always look around and everybody's passing me. And I think to myself, why do they always pass me? Why am I so slow? Why do I suck at walking? <laughs> right. I look at everybody else and I, and I notice that they're all faster than me, but I'm using them as my benchmark, not me. And when I use the outside world as my benchmark, that's a problem. So what should you be using as a benchmark? I started to use a different benchmark. I started to use, you know, I used to get onto the treadmill and it's ridiculous, but if I 
started to walk faster. Like if I started at a higher speed, I get terrible leg pains. I get cramps in my legs. So I, I would start at 1.8 miles per hour. I'd do that for a minute. And then I'd go to 1.9, then two, then 2.1, 2.2, right? Why is your treadmill in American? I don't know. It's an American. <laughs> but that's not the point. The point is that I would have to start at 1.8 in order to not get cramps. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I walk like three, four, five times a week on the treadmill. And now I start at 2.4. Wow. Right. And I don't get cramps. So big... I don't get cramps. There you go. There's my measurements. And now I start at a faster rate. That's Pretty a miracle good. for me. Yeah. And, and you passed up at the airport. I pass a couple of people at the <laughs> airport. Not everybody. Mostly they still pass me, but I pass a couple of people sometimes. Now, again, it doesn't matter, but I'm saying the measurement needs to be an internal measurement. You need to measure yourself against yourself. And when I ask you, where did you start? And you say, I really don't know. You're, you have no benchmark, no accurate benchmark to measure yourself against in terms of really determining your improvement. Okay, let's put this into a practical application. I thought that was pretty practical. No, I mean, how do I measure myself in terms of tennis? Okay, so how do you measure yourself? Right now you're measuring yourself against the person you're playing. You're like, I can't beat him. Well, okay, he's he's a better tennis player than you. That's yeah, but also right you look around and like you said, everyone passed you, but like you see these older people who aren't necessarily that in shape and they're like smashing the ball yeah. across the court. And you're like, I, I, I can't even get a serve. I mean, I could get some yeah. serves, but yes, my goal okay. is to get it in the court, not even to like do it okay. well. You so know? you have to determine and you might use your boyfriend to help you determine what are measurements of my own improvement. Perhaps the measurements of my own improvement are going from 60% of the balls that I get, right, to 70. Maybe that's one measurement. But Another measurement is how do you, how often, that's not like how, how often do I get it in the square that I'm supposed to get it in? But how do you measure that? Do you count? Sure. Why not? Because how are you keeping track? Like every time you, you get it in, you go run down to your phone, put a little tick mark, come back. <laughs> and you just go one, two, three. But had, and but you have to count the ones you didn't get, so you get a percentage. No, you just count the ones you did get. It's a game. The game is lasts how long? An hour. But okay, so in an hour I got six. Next time, this hour I got twenty six. Count. We may need to consider other practical solutions. That's fine. You can, but the point is, you want to compare your performance to your performance. You want to compare your performance before to your performance now. You want to measure your improvement against your past performance, not somebody else's. So you don't think competition is a good thing? I do think competition is a good thing, but I think that when you're building up a skill and you're trying to look at how other people are performing and it serves to make you feel bad, I don't think it's a good thing. I don't think feeling bad about your performance improves your performance. I think feeling bad about your performance reduces your performance. Because now, not only are you trying to work on your skills, you're also trying to work with your head that says, I suck. 
And the minute you say I suck is the minute your performance diminishes. So how do you get that voice out of your head? Even if, even if you count, let's say you count and now you're doing worse than the last time, like that's upsetting. You feel like you're not improving and there's an accurate measurement of the fact that you're not improving. So that feels worse. So how do you stop feeling bad? Well, then you say, okay, so let's look at technically what I'm doing and how do I improve? Right. Oh, so like last time I was wearing these shoes or last time I wasn't facing the sun or last time. And you start to pay a little bit more close attention to the skill set involved in your performance. Right. And, and you have to block everybody out because to be honest, like if I said, hey, you know, I there's no way I'm starting at one point eight to walk on the treadmill because it's so slow. A baby walks that slow then I'd never get on a treadmill and I'd never improve. So I kind of have to accept where I am. I have to accept my starting point. I have to say, it's okay if I'm walking at 1.8, even though it's ridiculously slow. I accept it. I take it. And that's my starting point. It's okay if I suck. It's okay. It's okay if you suck now or... Are, are we supposed to accept the fact that you that we suck or that I suck? Or am I supposed to say I don't suck and I'm just improving? Because those are two very different. I'm saying it's okay that I'm not uh, a tennis pro in my first month. Yeah, but are you supposed to accept the fact that you suck? Or are you supposed to change the dialogue in your head and say, wait, actually, I don't suck. I'm just learning. You could do that, too. But well, I could also wait. say that's a smarter that's a smarter thing to say. But it's also okay to say, hey, I'm not going to be as good as the old guy on the court who's smashing it, who's probably been playing this game for the past 40 years of his life. So then are you saying I should lower my expectations? I'm saying don't compare yourself to others. I'm saying compare yourself to you. I'm saying use a different form of measurement of success. But and I'm also day, saying, it's... I'm also saying decide to go play tennis because it's fun. Not go play tennis because you got to beat someone. It's not about beating someone. It's about improving. It's about the fact that I've been doing this for three months and I want to see that I'm getting better. But here's the funny part. You have no idea if you're getting better. You just think you're not because you haven't measured it properly. But that doesn't mean that like even if you measure it properly what's and you notice that you're not getting better, it's still the feeling. But you don't know. You don't know. And it's okay. You may never be amazing at tennis. That doesn't mean it's not worth playing. Like, it's okay. What does that mean about you? It means nothing. I will never be an amazing ballerina. Yeah, but what if it applies to more than just tennis? What if it applies to coding? Like, I'm I'm learning R at school. It's a coding language, and I have to use it for data analysis. And at the beginning, I was so bad. I mean, it's literally a different language. I was terrible, and I was so frustrated and angry. And then you tell me, oh, well, it's okay for you to suck. And uh, you may never actually be that good. Okay, well, thanks. I actually need this for the rest of my career. So that feels really good. Okay, so. (laughs) Hey, audience, welcome to a real conversation (laughs) with me and my daughter. (laughs) It's a bit funny. Why? Because, okay, let's go to R. So when you need something for your career, you have options. A, you persist. And you be patient, but getting mad and getting pissed off and getting frustrated doesn't help your performance. It never does. 
Yeah, but that's the whole question is how do I avoid getting frustrated? I understand that. You say, hey, I got to give myself a break. You say, hey, this isn't going to happen overnight. Hey, let me keep trying. And here's the funny thing. Is but the question you're, is, you're, how... you're one of the most persistent people I've ever met in my whole entire life. But why do you need to go through the whole drama of beating yourself up? Like, you know, it's funny. I, I read something. I read something today. And the thing I read was, what is your favorite emotion? What's your favorite emotion? Me? Yeah. I don't know. Passion, excitement, love. Ah, ah, passion. I think it is. And but sometimes that passion is positive. Sometimes that passion isn't so positive. Sometimes so that passion is, I'm so frustrated because I can't play tennis well. I didn't say that. I'm just saying it's still passion. It's passion on both sides. So sometimes we get addicted to an emotional state that doesn't always serve us. Okay, so I've heard multiple pieces of advice here. <laughs> yes. What did you hear? Number one, it's okay for you to suck. Um, number two, uh, it's okay if you never get better. Um, no, no, number three, <laughs> number three uh, you're addicted to passion and um, passion is bad and good at the same time. So okay. maybe you need to go to Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> okay, let's start heard. again. Let's start again. Number one, measure your performance against your performance. Don't look around you to determine whether or not you're improving. Number two, it's okay to start off not being so great at something. If that thing is important to you, then we need to find a way to patiently, right? Go through okay, the process. And if I'm not a patient person. Well, well that's, a that's the conversation we need to have. Number okay. three, sometimes it's okay not to be good at everything. And sometimes it's okay to say, I'm going to do this because it's fun. As opposed to, I'm going to do this so that I'm the superstar of the world in tennis, right? I'm just going to. Nobody said that was my goal. Okay. But I'm just saying it's okay not to be perfect at everything. What was the other thing you said? Something about Alcoholics Anonymous. No, that was you. <laughs> That's what you just said. What was the other thing you said? No, but you said that I said something. Yeah, that I'm addicted to passion. Yes, you are addicted to passion. And a lot of times that serves you that makes you achieve things that makes you driven that makes you excited about whatever it is you're doing and sometimes the passion comes out in in terms of frustration i'm passionately upset that i'm not good at tennis where it doesn't need to be such a strong emotion so the advice would be to tame myself would be to say it's a game okay it's a game i'm here to have fun it's a game i don't have to take it all so seriously we take ourselves very seriously it's a game we all like winning no you like winning everybody likes winning eh, but some people need to win more than others i don't need to win i just want you to don't? improve no okay. okay so if you want to improve let's we're going to have this conversation again. Maybe the tennis conversation. Time. We're going to have this conversation again. And we're going to have a conversation about your measurements of improvement. 
There you go. Got it? Okay, great. Thanks. Okay. For those of you who are listening, (laughs) what are the takeaways of this conversation? Uh, The first takeaway is, yes, my daughter and I sometimes have contentious conversations that don't, that, that go around in circles. A second, second takeaway is we often measure ourselves using the wrong measuring sticks. And I think it's a really good idea to measure ourselves against ourselves as opposed to others. And that is a very healthy and helpful way to measure our improvements in performance. That's important. Also, number three is we don't always have to be great at everything we do. We can take things a little bit lighter. We can determine that some things are just a game and that Some things are just there for our enjoyment and not for our excellence and uh, top performance. And so those are the takeaways. Are you good with that, Bernie? Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Would love to hear your thoughts on this particular episode. Love to hear from you. How do they reach you, Bernie? Please email me. My email address is ferniecotliar, that's F-E-R-N-E-K-O-T-L-Y-A-R at live.com. And I can be reached at Kim at frameofmindcoaching.com. But you know what I really want to know? Do you have conversations like this with your kids? That's what I want to know. Anyways, we will see you next week. Same time, same place. Have a great one, everyone. Bye.